0: Get ready.
1: and welcome to the are you game podcast this is episode number six thanks for tuning in and joining us on this lovely evening my name is paul i'm your glorious host and joining me today of course is the crew minus one today mark's not here Uh, he's unwell but i am joined by matt and Dazza. how are you guys going Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm tired.
0: Awesome. I'm tired, actually. I haven't said that for a long Didn't, time on a podcast.
2: I know. Nah, nah. If we go back to like some of the RD podcasts, I reckon you've said you're tired in nearly every single That's episode. That's what I'm saying.
0: I haven't yeah. said it for a while. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, yes, a little bit tired <laughs> over the weekend. It was a busy weekend. We'll talk about that on the show today. Um, but no, everything's been going great. So... Uh, Thanks for uh, for joining us and um, listening to us guys talk about all the things that we enjoy. Uh, we go on tangents, we go on side trails, uh, we get stuck into each other. That's the name of the game. But basically, it's just fun chat. We talk about our pickups. We talk about what we've been playing, listening, and watching. Uh, and then we do a topic from the wheel of topics. Topics. Not doom, uh, And essentially... Matthew. Yeah, Yeah, The idea of it um, is to come up with a few topics that we've talked about before the show, um, and essentially we randomly choose one. So it means we have to answer the question and discuss the topic on the fly using nothing but brain power and knowledge. So there's no research, there's no Wikipedia, there's no any of that. It's just good, wholesome fun. So that's how we roll on this show. So let's get started with... um, what should we start with, guys? Should we start with the... Oh, let's do the what you're listening to, what you're playing, and cool. what are you watching? Uh, how about, um, Daz, how about you kick it off?
0: Okay, watching. I haven't really been watching much. Um, well, I got my tooth pulled out last week, so I've just, got, I've just been stuck into games, to be honest. That's it. Music-wise... Um, Wow, I don't know. Just a lot of 80s stuff. Just radio. I mean, it's just more upbeat stuff. Just try to pick me up a little bit because I've been in pain a lot and it's pretty much it. I haven't really been listening to much. But
1: um, so you and, didn't you didn't play any Souls games while you were in pain? Uh, to, add mate, to that?
0: Well, if we're gonna get into that part uh, playing, yes, I was. Uh, I've I've nearly clocked forty hours on Lies of uh, Lies of P at the moment. So, uh, man, what lies a of game! Pie. You keep saying "lies of lies pie." Lies of pie. I don't know it's why. Exactly. It's, a movie. Yeah. Yeah. it's a movie. It's a movie. It's why. Lies of P. Man, what a game! It's uh, this is the perfect souls like game to play for a beginner. It's it's it it kind of it kind of holds your hand, and it's not that hard. I mean, it's it's hmm. difficult enough to give you a bit of a challenge, but if you if you um could say level up the right correct way. The game, the game um, isn't as hard as a, as any other Souls game, for example. So I'm really enjoying agree it. i with that. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's got a nice flow. Uh, the grinding's not, not uh, a, a drainer. Um, what I love about it, you see, like you would notice that Souls games don't normally let you do this. I don't think. I've never encountered this. But I don't know if you've noticed, there's like a, a, a pocket watch. So you can just click that pocket watch, and just get out of the area and go back to your last save point. And you don't lose any, any um. Oh geez, what do they call it? Ego or
1: whatever it's called in this. You can save I actually haven't used it. It's actually in my uh, inventory. And I'm like, I'm just it. scared to press the button. No, so.
0: no use it. Press the button. It's, it helps. It helps. Trust me. Okay. So you'll get to a point where it's either you can push a little bit more into the level you think, but you, you could die and you'll... You know, then you have to go fetch your souls again, wherever they are. Just just
1: get out of there. Press that stopwatch thing, whatever, that pocket watch, and go back. And then... What I've noticed with that game is I've actually been able to traverse back to the same point and pick up my souls, whereas in previous Souls games, you take one misstep and you get slayed by an enemy and you're done. And that's where I think you're right. I think the difficulty is still there, but it's more forgiving in that you can go and pick things up and... You know the mm-hmm. balance, I think, is better. So I'm, I've been playing it too, mate, and I enjoy it. So everything you said is is bang on. It's it's just so much fun. At the start, I thought it was a bit slow, but um, yeah. Once once I
0: started, once I started picking it up and um, you know, upgrading, leveling up, it's like yeah, no, this is really good. It's just so much fun. It's it feels like Bloodborne too.
1: Mm. I would definitely yeah. compare it to that. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, great game. But Excellent. yeah,
0: but been playing that um mostly. Um I was very disappointed. Um I finally got to play Bosconian um, one of my favorite arcade games. Um, but there's an arcade archives um version out now on the Switch and Switch. PS 5 I got the PS5 version. Um, but man, it's broken as hell, man. It's just really, really broken and I'm disappointed. It's like why do I pay twelve bucks, or whatever the hell it was, when I can just play it on MAME and it plays better. I mean, never again. No, I was I felt like I was burnt by that purchase. It was, it was ridiculous.
2: Um, um, the idea uh, behind those arcade archives is the high score, high score you know, as high well, scores. and all that
0: caravan mode and all that crap. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. but but the game's broken. I I, I think I showed you, Callie, if you saw it in our chat. Yeah. It's it's yeah. broken. It's you can't destroy. It's, anyway, it's it's I know that game like the back of my hand, and it's it doesn't play well at all. So
2: um, I was very disappointed what, with that. Like, maybe just describe what like what happens. Like for
0: example, there's... Uh, you have to destroy battle stations and you can only destroy them. You've got to get them in the center of the battle station when, when they're open, when it's closed, you can't blow them up, but you've got to get to the center. Well, it was open. The doors open. I could shoot in there. Clearly. You can see me shooting into this section and nothing was happening. And I was like, and it happened all the time. It's like, nah, this is, this is garbage.
2: So it'd be worth yeah. having a look online to see whether or not people are experiencing the same sort of thing. Yeah, I could I could check, but I don't think it's it's not a it's not a very um
0: popular game, if anything. It's one of Namco's quiet games, you know, like not many people talk no, about it. Ukrainian. yeah, it's a, it's true. a great freaking game, but Galaga always Galaga Galaxian. They're the ones that always take preference over Bosconian, when really Bosconian's part of the Galaga family. The ship's the same, so <clears throat> but anyway, and um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'll pick up some mention cool. later.
1: Yeah. No, beautiful. Thanks for that. That's all right.
2: Matt, what have
1: you uh, yeah. been up
2: to? I've been listening to uh, a lot of the um, 90s nightclub music. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's, obviously it's nostalgic, right? So it's it's going back to, to the teens. But um, I've been discovering a lot of them lately. Like, for instance, uh, Tell Me Why by Supermode which is basically a remix of the small town boy song which I, I and and that's the remix that I remember in mm. clubs um also uh so what's like, it called uh, tell Children. me why what's it called tell me why tell me why yeah funny enough why.
0: that's another name of another um Bro- Bronsky beat song so
2: so that's funny because then but they've also got small town boy as well
0: yeah well there you go it's like to probably mix the two songs together they mix the two songs together
2: yeah. there you go there you go mm. Um, And also uh, Children by Robert Miles as well was another one of those hits back in the 90s. That's actually quite good.
0: I've actually got that CD. I bought it recently. Uh,
2: There you go. There you go. So You you guys are
1: like in sync, aren't you? Far out. (laughs) Same purchases, (laughs) same albums, same. Far
2: out. I I, I get into these moods of nostalgic ways of of different types of music. And um, it's funny because back then I never really cared for the music much. Mm. Uh but now it's like, oh, it's just thinking back on those days, you know. That's, so, that's, so you're going through my why. journey
0: now, that's why I that's why I do what I do. It just makes me feel not it
2: makes you feel good inside, you know. It's
0: just a different yeah. part of my life mm. that you know, like for example, I'd be in high school and there was uh, those really crappy dance songs as well that I didn't really like, mm. like um Oh geez, like LaBouche and all that crap. Hated it. But if I hear it now, yeah. It's actually, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. But when I hear it on the radio, it's like, ah, oh, that's
2: that I feel good. It's Take high. You s- back. It's high school. Take you back. Yeah. Takes you back. So that's that's the type of music I've been listening to on Spotify. Um, in terms of playing, I've been playing a ton of EAFC24. Um and, you know, to the point where um. Now, I know where all the glitches are. So, there's there's obviously glitches, you know. First day download was like over 50 gig. Not as bad as Mortal Kombat, by the way, in terms of the download that you had to put in. Like over 100 gig for Mortal Kombat. Just ridiculous. Um, wow, yeah, really? Over, over gig. 100 gig? Over 100 gig, yeah. <sighs> wow, that's disgraceful. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, this goes for another topic. And maybe some one that we covered back in the RD days was around... They're putting out half games, on on disc, and then you're making you download the rest of it on on day one release. Anyway, um, <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, I've been playing a lot of that EAFC twenty four. Um, love it. It's fantastic. It's it's my it's my type of game. It's the funny. Ra- ratings for it
0: have been very bad. I'm not trying to shit on really? your parade. Yeah. In well, what way? On, well, on Steam, anyway, it's like fifty three percent.
1: It's like what the hell? Is that bad? Is that you? See, with Steam, that's a user vote, right? So do you, the, the votes that I generally trust, just to throw it out, there is something called the Metacritic. And Metacritic's got two scores. One is by all the official publishers that are actually involved um, to actually yeah. put their reviews up. The the fan score, right? So here you go. Metacritic, EA Sports, FC24 for the ps i don't know why they have ps5 version than the xbox version right but whatever so 76 metacritic based on 60 favorable reviews 76 percent but the user score is like a, a sloggy 2.9 so i think the user score is more reflective of people being twats and you know the the vocal displeased majority uh, or minority i should say that drive that negative score whereas Steam I think is a user score as well like as opposed to like a a proper publisher rating so a 76 metacritic is actually pretty good for um for uh, EA Sports uh, FC um I'd understand if there was a Switch version because well there you there go is. um there Yeah is a and Switch the, version. correct and the Switch version normally for FIFA games is absolutely roasted because the um, the FIFA game has always been the legacy edition, missing all the content. But I'm not sure. That's what I wanted to ask you, Matt. If any of you guys knew whether the um, EA Sports FC 24 game on the Switch actually... Actually, you know what? It's got a Metacritic of 80. It's actually... B- based on four critics, it's actually performing better on the Switch. So maybe Oh here we go. After years of lazy, half hearted legacy editions, EA Sports has finally delivered a football game on Switch that offers full feature parity with other consoles. Well, a much needed go. engine yeah. upgrade trades for Fidelity. Switch owners finally have a port they can be proud of rather than feeling like an afterthought. Yeah. Well there's that's my answer to my own question. There you go. Well, yeah. well look, well look, yeah. there's
0: there's one zero rating from a user, a metacritic, complaining because there's a ultimate team for women in there.
2: Yeah, see? Like that's, that, that's stupid. why stupidity. That's absolute stupid. stupidity. Yeah, stupid. Which is why I mean, you don't go by the user ratings. Yeah, yeah. What what you um what you can do now is that you can actually mix your team up in ultimate team so you can actually have men and women in oh, your team. Okay. Yeah, which I thought was a great feature. Um, especially after the you know, success of the Women's World Cup that we recently experienced in Australia, it's it's fantastic. Uh, I think you know there's still a lot of uh, a lot of updates that it needs to do because there is a lot of glitch stuff
1: that mm. I find.
2: Uh, like for instance, yeah, you know, off the top of my head, when you do a transfer in Career Mode and you buy a player, they normally hold the jersey or wear the jersey that that they obviously you come into the team that you're going to, but it's some generic jersey that gets put on. An ultimate team jersey gets put on, and you can see uh, the behind it. It's got Real Madrid behind it. It's like, what the? Is WTF, it annoying? Right? Is it's an, like, it So that's 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 a glitch. Hopefully they've fixed that in the latest update because it was a small update that happened. But um, it hasn't got all the international teams. So there's like 28 international teams, and it hasn't got Australia. It hasn't got Australia women's oh, team either. Wow. It hasn't got this Brazil. Is interesting. Is this because it's no longer aff- affiliated with FIFA? I I think, I mean, even with FIFA, they had to get licensing from certain teams and clubs. Mm. Um, And it seems like, for instance, like Juventus, but Juventus came back last season anyway for FIFA 23. But yes, I think eventually it'll get those licenses, I think. Um, But yeah, 100%. Like, there's no, obviously, there's no World Cup, or they call it what, because it's not FIFA anymore, right? So there's no FIFA. Mm tournaments in there at all right and obviously that includes the world cup so they've got their own version Ooh. of the world cup in there uh, but they've got uefa UEFA's is part of it so champions league still in there europa league still in there european conference all that sort of stuff still in there but the the actual world cup no because it's not fifa anymore
1: that's wow. interesting because people told me this game was exactly like FIFA twenty three, just without the FIFA logo for legal reasons. But obviously now, take out what you've said, no World Cup. These are pretty big things. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. They hopefully, are. hopefully they can resolve that. I don't know. By FC twenty, well, hang on, this is twenty four, right? So FC twenty five, maybe, or even later in the year via a patch. Because when's the next World Cup? By twenty six, isn't it? Twenty
2: twenty six, yeah. Mm. But that's a there'll be a FIFA tournament so they wouldn't be able to they wouldn't be able to parody it. They won't be able to put that on there. So anyway, it's it's just uh mm. it's Free those football. things that we need to be made aware of. Obviously Ultimate Teams and Volta's back, Volta Football's back, which is your street street football. So that's all fine. Um and it seems like Ultimate Teams all good too. It looks like it's exactly the same sort of engine because I just I just quickly tried that. Um but no, I, I, I look, I'm happy with it from a career mode perspective because that's the mode that I play in. Uh, and I also picked up Mortal Kombat, and I've been pl- and so I've just <laughs> I just finished downloading, and I did a bit of a tutorial just to get my um, get my moves straight for Johnny Cage because I'm ready to play as Jean Claude Van Damme as Johnny Cage. Uh, I can't wait. I've already downloaded the skin, um, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard, uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to get into it. But the great thing is it came with the combat pack. So it came with Homelander, Peacemaker, Omni-Man. So I can't wait to to try these characters out as well. Uh, so that's that's what I've been playing and what I intend to play. Uh, and in terms of, what was the last one? Okay, Probably watching.
1: I think you haven't done any watching oh, yet. watching.
2: Yeah, uh, geez. The, uh, only, nothing really new other than um, Ahsoka. And I know that the latest episode is out. Um, so I haven't seen. I think it's episode seven. Uh, but no, that's 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 all for me, my dear it's friends. Beautiful. Pursue what catches your heart, but not what catches your eyes. <laughs> it's Van Damme, mate. He, he wants you to play him. That's the uh, that's the AI <laughs> Van Dam. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal joke oh, we wow. and habits have. It's,
0: it's just stupid. It's great. Love it.
2: Yeah. yeah yeah because what's in your heart but
1: not what catches your eyes <laughs> i love it i love the so i love dumb. the uh, van Dam personations um that slots into me i guess so i'll start with what i've been listening to um not a lot uh but in terms of 90s music uh i did actually have a bit of a playlist on i would like to call out scooter uh some of his old songs um been listening to those uh which has been really good, and a song I really like, which I don't know if you guys have heard or are a fan of. It's called "Missing You." Every Everything but the Girl, I think, is the oh, yeah, I've the got the album. Yeah, I've got the album. But the, there's, this, there's a fast version, which is for playing clubs. One. Yeah, yeah Which that. was heaps better than the slow sort of "And I Miss You." Yeah, yeah. really slow. Love. They're, so, they're they're one like, like that. one of my favourite duos. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, blues. so it's a good beat. Great. great, So that was on the music side, on the TV side. I finished the second half of He-Man, Master of the Universe, just last night. The movie? I watched the first half on the last last podcast, and I watched the second half. Are you talking about the 80s movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Watch the rest of it? What do you think? I liked it. It was a good trip down memory lane, you know, very you know below average
2: acting. Oh, so you had seen it? You had seen it before?
1: Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah. I was at the theaters when I was a kid. I just haven't seen it since I was... (laughs) That, you no, know, since, what, the 80s, right? Let's so Let
2: her go. <laughs> yeah. So bad. And
1: then I'd get to the end of the movie and it just, it, I didn't like the way it ended. I thought they, gonna they just. Sequel.
2: Uh, they were going to make a sequel, but they ran out, they obviously didn't because it didn't do that well in the box office, yeah, unfortunately. It's it mm. bad, yeah. If you notice as well, if you're um, big on your Canon films like I am, uh, you'll notice that there's a lot of, a lot of the costumes in Masters of the Universe were taken from, Cyborg, the movie Cyborg, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. So you'll see a lot of similarities there because it was exactly the same costumes that they were using so <laughs> oh, okay. they don't have to, um, uh, in terms of spend, in terms of, in terms of cost. I mean, there was talks, I remember at one point, that um, Cyborg was going to be the Masters of the Universe movie at some point. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Like, can you imagine? And and uh, uh, poor,
0: poor Superman 4, all the funding from that film went to He-Man.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, and that's why. So, Superman for a quest for peace. Yeah, I think that's terrible. The one. It's terrible. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. At least I had all the main actors. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, I had Gene Hackman came back yeah. for that after after absence from three. Yeah, that's just crazy. It's crazy. Um, I mean, Canon has made some of the classic films, like some amazing classic films, like over the top with Stallone. I, I love that. You'd have never seen that. Never say that. Oh, you have to watch it. Never it's the best that. arm wrestling movie out there, mate. you got to watch it. It's probably the only one out uh, there. <laughs> it is. And Cobra. Cobra is another one. I remember Cobra. Nah, yeah. Cobra's yeah. not. It's that. Is Cobra. Cobra's Canon, yeah.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I thought it was... So 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 Canon and Golden like Globus.
1: Studio, were they? I
2: love Cobra. Or like yeah, a
1: production it's... company.
2: They are. They're, they're, so Golden and Globus um, were the two producers uh, and owned the production company, Canon. And they and Canon made ugh, numerous movies in the 80s. Um, typically low budget action films. Right. Uh, I would consider a high budget considering some of the films that, that were out. And movies like Cyborg, like Cobra, like Marcus Cobra. Cobra's the not
0: Canon, dude. It's not Canon. Isn't it? It's Warner Brothers. I knew No. It. Yes. I'm looking at it now. I knew it wasn't Canon. It's, or- it's Orion Pictures. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's Orient Pictures, and it's distributed by Warner Brothers. I oh, know it's, it's it's my favorite Stallone film.
1: Mm. Mm, there you go, dude. I'm looking at it okay. now.
0: It's yeah. all right. Take it easy. Jeez, yeah, calm it down. It's all right.
1: Oh, fight, fight, fight! It's on, boys and girls. It's on. Here well, we go. I'm I'm done. <laughs> yeah, good. Go. Get huh. out of here. Well, yeah, no. Either way, fun. like I said, the movie was fantastic. So. I just thought it could have ended a bit better and now that you've explained that it kind of I understand why they're probably going for a sequel, so and it didn't happen, unfortunately. Um and then that leads me into what I've been gaming with. Uh so as I mentioned last time, I just started Lies of P and i put more time into it, but then I've put it down because I started playing we watched an Avengers movie with my daughter and then all of a sudden she was like, Oh Dad, you've got the game, don't you? And I'm like, Yeah. Pretty sure I've played it. I've got the game and it's one I hadn't played. So put it in the Xbox. We went through it, me and her, split screen. Spent like days playing it. Fantastic. Um, so lots of fun. Uh, what else? Um, after that, I. Well, I'll talk about this in my pickups, but I started Spider Man. Um, so Spider Man one on the ps5 so daz i ended up buying the uh ultimate edition miles morales on disc with ps5 and it has a digital code for the remaster because i had spider-man 4 ps4 version and then i just played that on the ps5 whereas now i've actually got the ps5 version so i started that again last night and uh yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing what have you got there Oh, Canon Films. Just say Starin's Cobra there,
2: because Cobra is a Canon film, and I've even got the box set of Canon Films to prove it. And there's Cobra, right there.
0: Ah, oh, it does say here Canon Group, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least,
2: hey, at least I can a when I'm wrong. Far out. All right, no worries. I'm just. Take it easy. I need to correct you on that. I knew I was the right. The thing is, I, I was it,
0: right. I was looking at it distributed by Warner Brothers. Above it says Canon Group.
2: Yeah, well, it was produced by Canon. Yeah. All right, and obviously oh. Bloodsport as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, take it easy. Sorry, just wanted to make that clarification. Yeah. Sorry, nah, it's, it's, do you... don't When it's me calling,
1: we always have to, like, yeah. I guess you're right. It's a memory, right? And, you yeah. know, it's it's kind of like someone was telling you that uh, Sony released Super Mario Brothers. Like, and you go, oh, I'm pretty freaking sure Nintendo took care <laughs> yeah, of that. Like, yeah, yeah. you're going to want to go and grab the cartridge. So... <laughs> Understand completely. It's my favourite sci-fi film. I should know, Matthew. <laughs> your, yeah, I know. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the 80s. Uh, Nothing but one-man army movies. Wouldn't have it any other way.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, all the Delta Forces on there, Death Wish.
0: Oh, come you on. Know. Cobra was nominated for six Razzie Awards, including Worst wow. Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, Worst Supporting <laughs> Actor. Are you serious?
2: I love Cobra too. It's Don't so worry. good. Don't, Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them.
0: And and he's that has the scariest um freaking um enemy in any film villain. Villain.
2: Yeah, the villain. Oh, I think cyborg did. so cyborg's
0: close, but I know him. He's just he's realistic. You know what I mean? It's something you could actually meet someone like. Pig. Yeah, but geez, (laughs) mate, we're (laughs) tangents. Tangents, bad. This one.
2: I I always remembered how's this for a memory. I know we're going under tangents, but how's this for a memory? Um, I remember hiring. So, you know, when you used to go for your 10 for 10 at the video store and yeah, you always used best. to just look at videos based upon the covers or the yeah, back yeah. of it and you just go, oh, yeah, this looks good. I did that with Cobra and took it home. And it wasn't until I put it in and started watching it where stuff started happening and dad was with me watching it. Yeah. He goes, hold on a minute. And he, pull- <laughs> he pulls out the video. This is Ari. <laughs> 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 because you're not watching it. And I remember as a as a a younger kid at about yeah, ten or eleven, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to watch Cobra. Uh, it wasn't until it wasn't until I was like 16, 17 that I got to watch it. It's not even that you know bad. It it's not even. I it's know. not worth it, an hour they, right they bit, It's like it's like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. The scene where he grabs his heart that's, out of the guy's body. That's, I wasn't. Allow, I wasn't allowed to watch that. Oh, that is me. They used to know what my parents had to send me out of the room. Yeah, for that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Hardcore. Oh, Man, I yeah. saw that. Uh, I was probably the same. I probably got banned from seeing a few things when I was younger. Too.
0: Man, I saw so, I saw Evil Dead and The Exorcist when I was like six.
2: Yeah, that's God. bad. Yeah, that's nuts. Evil Dead when yeah, you're yeah. six. Yeah, Exorcist scared me. Exorcist scared the shit out of you. But I don't like that. Scares, no. it scares me even now. Exorcist. Nah, it's, boy, it's a comedy. <laughs> I find it funny. It's a great. That's a good film. I, I film, you know, I nah, I think it's boring. I think overrated. You, it oh now. really? Yeah. Oh no! I like too Max Schneider, man. Too slow. Too slow. And and just that film was like they, they say that that film was cursed because yeah. yeah. of all the stuff that happened yeah, on sure set. Yeah, sure it was. Yeah, sure it was. Yeah, it was cursed. No, it's just interesting stuff. Yeah, just interesting
0: stuff. There you go. Any, anything to sell a movie, Matthew. That's that's why I it was. Know. That's why it was saying <laughs> before it came out. It's all about marketing.
2: Anyway, anyway. But Carbury is canon, just for yeah, yeah. No,
0: it's it's Orion Pictures, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I should know. It's my favorite movie. Mm.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> I Trivistic. reckon I reckon with that, I think it's time to uh, slot into this week's wheel of topics.
0: Let's go.
2: <laughs> topics. Yay.
1: All right, here we go. Oh, I don't think this one's one of mine. Um, what do you know? Has your style of genre you love playing changed since your teens? Video game genre one that of you mine. love playing changed. Is one of yours. Mm. All right, there we go. Explain yourself, Darren.
0: Yeah, go on. Okay, well I'll start then. Um This is I was just thinking about this like it's probably the last probably the last year or so, last couple of years maybe. Um Actually, as soon as I started getting into Souls games, um, can I say? When I was in my early teens and probably even when I was a kid, on I Commodore 64 at Atari, I loved my um platform games and all that. They might still play a lot. But as soon as I hit 13, it was all about Street Fighter versus fighting. And that was always my my go-to game. On any platform New platform came out I would I would buy games Street Fighter Or anything similar to it Guilty Gear Whatever Blaze Blue I was always out To get those games Always And um So But I've noticed These last couple of years Is that Since Probably the last one Probably Street Fighter 4 Or even Even the last Um King of Fighters I enjoyed that Too Um I haven't really enjoyed Versus Fighters in it anymore. I just don't feel that they don't add anything new anymore. I mean, Street Fighter 5 Street was probably. Change. Street Fighter 5 was it was okay. Uh, the latest Guilty Gear, disappointing, very slow. Um, Street Fighter 6 was refreshing, but I think by, by the time that's come out, I've just lost all passion playing those games. I just, it was funny because that was just me always. It's, Mark knows, Callie knows me. It's always Street Fighter, Street Fighter, Street Fighter versus fighting. I'd always I'd always go out and, and buy them or whatever. Um, but now if I play them, I always go back to hyper fight I go to the old ones. Um, but yeah, now now for me, it's all about adventure games. It's all about like Souls games. Um, Bloodborne was the thing that probably broke me in. I absolutely loved it. Um, I always wanted that that adrenaline, you know, boosty lanes, that adrenaline. When, when you, when you beat that boss, it's like the feeling's
1: like, a, it's, it's like that a accomplishment drug. feeling. You've actually achieved something, yeah. you know, you didn't have to save at a checkpoint. You really had to bump and grind and you mm. had to think about like the old days. You had to go back and think how you take down this enemy. Yeah. You just don't smash a few buttons in this game over. Like I can still play a Mario game. I know every time I go up to Bowser, it's three hits and he's out. Mm. Like, it's the same formula. It hasn't changed, right? Whereas That's right. these games push you. They do. And you've got to learn their patterns and that kind of thing.
0: Um, also, I've been a fan, you like you say, Castlevania. I've always been a fan of Castlevania, but these Metrovania games now, I I look out for those too. So it's it's pretty much my three main genres now are Souls like games, uh, Metrovania's, love them. I love a good puzzle game. That's always stayed with me. And now it's another a new genre for me is that rogue rogue games like um what's it called? Vampire Survivors, Dead uh Cells, Tiny Rogues. You know, dark yeah, Dead Cells. Um it's just those games just I love those. They won't pick up and play, you know, so that's good. If I got a spare fifteen, twenty minutes, I can play those. But yeah, but now like I just yeah. I just I've lost my um
2: I've lost my love for f- fighting games. Funny enough, like can I've bully- always been into slashes, though. You've always been into uh, like from from uh, from when we were young. I remember you still being into slashes. What do you mean slashes? No, like like games like Souls, like similar games to that sort of quality. No, back no, in the day.
0: I, yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't stick to them like I would now. You know, I mean, dude, I spent I spent nearly and close. I Hack and slash, Hack and slash, but they're different. It's a different game, dude. It's not like there's nothing like. Souls games it's, 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 uh, I've always said this I think this is why I like Souls games I've always said this Bloodborne Is a 3D version Of Castlevania Symphony of the Night there, There's There's a lot going on With those two genres they're, they're They're the same But different You know what I mean That's That's the way I look at it. I look at Souls games Like Metrovania's, But they're in
2: 3D Yeah Okay That's fair enough Yeah so it's yeah, because my my genres really have carried on throughout my They haven't changed much. Yeah, they haven't changed too much. So when I say that, I've always interest. always into soccer games, football games. Always like FIFA. This, the first FIFA, FIFA International Soccer on on the Mega Drive, right through to right now, EAFC Twenty Four. I've played every single one. And Sensible World of Soccer and things like that. Just anything to immerse yourself into football, I, I've always enjoyed. Always enjoyed. Um, and then adventure games, like point and click, and now how they've evolved. I mean, you can still get point and click games, funnily enough, but they've evolved into different games now. Okay, okay. Games. But
0: is there a new genre of game that you've you've taken on and
2: really, really gravitated to? Um. I would say more RPG type game. So I never really played a lot of that when I was younger. Um it was only recently where I you know, when I started playing um Link Between Two Worlds. Oh okay. Enough, okay. so like action the, uh, RPG,
0: top down, sort of Zelda like sort of
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never played those type of games yeah. before, right? So yeah. when I when that first came out on the Switch, I thought, you know what, I'll give this a go and I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I haven't even it touched it thing. yet. I haven't even touched that game yet. Oh, dude! I finished it, yeah. and then I go, "Went? Where's the next one?" You know. So you know, I, I started getting RPGs, Octopath Traveler, you know, things like that. Like, oh, oh, um, I've actually got a game I recommend you.
0: I'll, i gotta, I'll look for it for you. But you yeah, go.
2: Oh God, I'm, the name escapes me at the moment. But there's another J, It's not a JRPG. JRPGs are too texty for me. It's like I'm reading a, a novel. Like yeah, I, yeah, I get I mean, bored. I get bored with that too. I, I, I get bored. I mean, other than the Dag and Ropers games, which I really enjoy because I love the concept of it. You know, it's 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 a it was a game like you know it's a horror based game, and I and I enjoy those type of games as well. But again, it gets very text heavy, and I get bored of them. Um, but RPGs are a really really like those top down RPG type games. Uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's action, action RPG. So not Action based, RPGs, action, yeah. Action yeah. RPGs. Uh, but then again, when adventure games started to morph into games like Yakuza um, and things like that, I really enjoyed them too.
1: Well, there's so, a genre
2: that doesn't exist years ago. That's the open world genre. The open world. so But I like open – it's open world, but it's still linear. Right.
1: Okay. Right. So linear experience. Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh. So you a know, GTA. GTA. Well, I love GTA as well, but GTA it's so vast. Like um, like a lot of different games we it's 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 a sandbox basically. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. I, th- I prefer linear games I always have always will because I just can't be asked doing all the extra special missions that you have to do in order to get hundred percent completion. Yeah. Um, Understand. Well, Matthew, so, I've got I've got this to yeah. recommend you. It's called um, Arita.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's Ar- Aritia, Aritia of Spirits. I don't Ooh, know if you've heard okay. of that before. No, I haven't. Yeah, I've, I, I haven't. saw this. I go, you know, I'll grab it. It was cheap. Yeah, cool. I'll check it out though. I'll go. check it out. Is no, it, so it, like it. it top down RPG? Yeah, yeah, style it's, game? it's it's pretty much a Zelda ripoff. Okay, but yeah, I've probably oh. played about an hour of it, and then yeah, you know, I just never I touched my Switch since I got my since I got my Steam Deck. So yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's another thing, right? Steam Deck. Like, I, I played it nonstop when I first got it, and it's just sitting there. It's like I haven't played it in ages. No,
0: I still play. I still play mine.
2: It's only because of all these new releases that have come mm. out. So you know, EAFC twenty four, and then Mortal Kombat. But see, it's funny because fighters have never really been my thing either. But I loved the older Street Fighter twos, Mortal Kombat. I loved all that sort of stuff. Um, when it got a little bit too intricate, I, I stopped uh playing it but now like if you play Mortal Kombat 1 it's made for I feel like it's made for uh, beginners. It's an easy game to pick up. Um and there's a whole story mode behind it. That's I haven't started playing it yet, but I know I'm going to get into it. Okay. Um but it's funny so so it's that type of I haven't really changed my my genres haven't really changed too much. They've, they've stayed true to what I was playing back in the day to what I am now. I love my quirky platformers. I love puzzle games as well. Um, in my the indie, game, I mean, I'm more into the indie scene anyway. But I, look, let's be honest. When the Amiga was out, that's all it was. It was only indies. There was never any big production companies. I mean, I suppose at the time it was like US Gold and Ocean, the ones that had movie tie ins and things like that. But it was still mainly indies that were producing the best games. Yeah, it was all small
0: companies. Yeah small companies yeah.
2: backyard jobs like sensible yeah. like the sensible software and and things like that bitmap brothers the, these guys Oh, yeah. Were, yeah 10 on two mate I remember that yeah yeah I mean these these are the guys that um you know that, that really made the the gaming industry back in the day and that is now re, that's happening again now which is great with the with the advent of steam yeah. um, and and Nintendo eShop and things like that that' really come on now with the it's just, I think you think well, Microsoft
0: too with their um Didn't they do like some indie support thing when, when the yeah they launched the a whole indie model yeah, about a decade yeah. ago
1: now. Mm. Um, that and was it's been great. going strong. Yeah. Speaking of our uh, roguelike games, when you made the suggestion before, Dazza, I was thinking all this time. What is that game I bought on the Switch? It's actually on Steam. It's called Have a Nice Death. Oh, I you, think you mentioned that. Yeah, you've mentioned. Yeah, that. I think I think you'll be into that. Okay. Um, is it a rogue chance. game recommendation? Recommendation. Not many games I buy on Switch where I pay full price for. I paid the thirty bucks for it. Um, I actually thought it was a really good concept. It's difficult.
2: Okay. Um,
1: it will challenge you. So. Yeah. full good price for Digital
2: games. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. I, I, don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like to spend thirty bucks on digital no. games. Like no. I like. I like the Xbox Live Arcade motto of anywhere between four and ten bucks for a game. Right. Like. Yeah. And it could be a gem. It could be a great experience. It could be a waste of time, but you never got too burnt. Um, so, yeah, that's just my preference. Um, cool. All right. Um, yeah, what about I, you? What about you, Boosty? Uh, yes. The, I better give you an opinion on this. So I guess for me back in the day, I'm a very – I am a very cultured gamer. So I think the one of the things I would like to say from – the eighties when I started on a Coleco vision with Donkey Kong, right through to today is we've been across platforms, we've seen the industry evolve, we've seen genres be created that didn't exist, right? There's always stuff we've seen, the advent of online gaming, we've been through a lot. So the one genre I used to love playing, probably on the NES and Super NES games, because a lot of these games were their genre was the platforming genre. So I loved platformers, you know, your Super Mario Worlds mario brothers you know everything from yoshi you know you name it like if it was a platformer donald duck mickey's magical quest like all these games i just loved give me a good platformer jumping up and down and across platforms was just what i always used to play that started to change though when the n64 came around and mario went 64 he went like 3d and that was just a whole new genre of 3d gaming which then i got into which has been where i think a lot of us have been the last 20 years right in 3d world games whether it's gta whether it's a linear experience i think that's been a massive genre not big on the sports games back in the day like um never really played a lot of them it was more platformers initially and action adventure like his zelda games which I'm still into that genre, but I think my most favourite genre of the '90s was the platforming genre. And do I still play those type of games? Like, yes. Um, you know, Super Lucky's Tale was a recent platformer that I absolutely loved, um, which came out on the Xbox. Uh, let's what be else honest, we're, do
2: We're all going to pick up Super Mario Wonder. Let's yeah, be
1: yeah, exactly, and that's and that's exactly what that game is. It's it's, it's a it's a left to right. See, but that's the thing
0: is with me. See, I've probably outgrown those too.
1: No, I like them. I,
0: love them. I, I, I just don't really play them, them often. I, it's
1: for To me, those roguelikes, like your Dead Cells and your Hollow Knights, are actually platformers with a twist, I think. They're, they're more you Metroidvania. Died, like, you Ho- start again. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Hollow Knight's more Metroidvania than, than a rogue yeah, game. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or Metroidvania, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they have still got that left to right formula and up and down, which is what platformers used to be, right? Yeah, I still love Gods on the Amiga was another game. I bought the oh. remake of that not that long ago on Xbox. It was fun. Yeah, all those types of games, I just love them.
2: Absolutely Hit love Matt, them. Mad Brothers did Gods, yeah, um, and Speedball Two and things like that. So I, I mean, no, you're right. I mean, actually, when you're talking about sports genres, I I remember playing a shit ton of golf like Tiger Woods um, and then the Fight Nights as well when boxing, the boxing games came out as well. I really played a lot of them um, and enjoy. And then even the arcade boxes, you know, like Ready to Rumble Boxing on the Dreamcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. and things like that, really got into those games. And I know you did as well, Darren. And then actually, you know, we did change. I forgot. I, I used to love Sim games quite a bit. So Sim City was huge. And then Darren and I would actually get together and do a LAN and play Dune. You know, Man and, and yeah, Conquer, conquer and the geez, PlayStation.
0: And yeah, see, I don't play those now, but I th- I find that I enjoy that I. more as as a communal thing. I would rather play them against a, against someone, a friend or whatever. Like playing well, see, against someone online that I don't know doesn't interest me.
1: That's a whole genre in itself, playing online, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. a whole new experience. And I go back to the Super, not Super Nintendo. I have it on Super Nintendo only because I bought it, but on the Amiga. I was introduced to a game called Megalomania by, by nice. my Jason. And that was the first, like, what do you want to call it? Like a turn-based, was it not turn-based. It's a, it's it a sim. A, it's a live a, sim as well. A, it was an RTS. It was a strategy, yeah, yeah. real-time strategy game, right? And then from there, I got into Warcraft. I played some Warcraft and Starcraft and Command and Conquer, and I played all those games through the Apple days. And, you know, I look back and thinking that all started from Megalomania, right? And now look at that genre it's massive but i'm not obviously deep into that sort of genre but it's just funny how so many genres have been created since we started gaming so i think when we look back i don't think there were that many genres back in the day compared to what there are today but like i said car racing like i played monaco grand prix you know now we've got forza and you know things like that and i'm still playing and enjoying those games but i definitely think my style has changed um I'm more today. I'm a single player, story based game sort of guy. Me too. Me too. You know, give me those where I can sit down. I can press pause. I can enjoy the story. Whether it's a linear game or whether it's a side scroller or it's a three D open world. Whether it's on rails or whether it's slow exploration or whether it's full exploration, like a like a Grand Theft um not a Grand Theft, like, a, like a Grand Theft
2: Auto, right? Open world sandbox. I'm into all of those. So. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be amazing. But uh, funny how you mentioned Megalomania. I mean, like, there's a throwback. That's a sensible software game as well. So, you know, shout out to John here. It's um, funny that I loved sorry, can I
0: interject quickly? Sorry. I loved that yeah. game and I kicked ass in it. I played it on the Mega Drive. I wouldn't even know what the hell to do now for impact we to it.
2: But not now. Nah, not now no if idea. we went back to it. It's funny because I never got into um I played Megalomania, but I never got into uh Populous. Populous. No, nah, I didn't have Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it just seemed too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still don't know how to play that game. Oh, I won't even try. <laughs> I just but, have I the mean, patience. I it's funny for how the, like, like even sensible software, they made Megalomania, then they made Cannon Fodder, and uh, very different games but but the same at the same time. Yeah. Because you're it's the first type of game and I I can't even think of another game that's even similar to Cannon Fodder. Um I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, but it's a game where they've used that RTS element, or they've used that that element, and and they've and they've built on it and made it more action orientated, with strategy involved as well. It's just I don't know. I don't even know what you yeah, would call that. strategy. It
0: it's game. it's commando mixed with Dune. It's strange.
2: That's commando, a, yeah, very yeah. much commando. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just, Not commando. The arcade game. That's what I'm thinking. Commandos. I'm thinking. I'm thinking nah. about Commandos. No, nah, that's just RTS. That's yeah. But, but it's similar, I guess. It's similar again. Yeah, they're all mm.
0: related.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely definitely. Um, there's been a lot of change in these topics, and I definitely think for all of us here, we've all pretty much said we've all evolved into new genres, but we would still warmly play the ones that we enjoyed
2: back in the day. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'd, like, I've, I've sat down to try and play Police Quest again, like the old, old Police Quest. I can't, you can't. You just can't. Yeah, go. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it's I get just, it. We're, we're too, uh, I mean, they did even do a remake of that, like, so they've got the RGB version of that, the, um, am sorry, the VGS version of that. Okay, yeah. Um, And I still couldn't play through that. <laughs> do, you <know laughs> that <again? laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, but back, back in the day, I lived and breathed it, but that's all we knew. Now look what we've got. Yeah. So the fact that it's opened up our, I mean, I think it's not surprising that we've changed genres as we've grown up because everything's just opened up now. Gaming has become something else. Mm. It's very different think, to when we were young to what it is now.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why, like I was saying to my brother, SwiftJar, shout out to him, um, do I get myself Super Mario Brothers? 1? I'm like, oh, it's another platformer. And even as a platforming connoisseur, I was starting to feel a bit drained. You know, like oh I've just sort of done with platformers when I, I, I had I had Lies of P and I just loved it, right? And it's a genre that I don't normally play, like a lot of Souls games. So I don't know, like my my tastes I think are just continually evolving. I still got a soft spot for the platformers and probably busting out the OG platformers of the nineties, maybe versus the ones today, with the exception of ukulele. So the ukulele, they did two games. One they did a three D world right? Like trying to mimic Mm Banjo-Tooie. And then they did another version, which was a side-scrolling platformer, The Impossible Mm. Lair. I enjoyed The Impossible Lair more than I did...
0: Oh, me too. Me too. It
1: was an amazing side-scrolling platformer. Like, it was fantastic. Loved it. 17 at its best. Yeah. And Mm. Rayman was another one that was great with that sort of side-scrolling, like Mm -hmm. Rayman Legends, right? Like an amazing game. You can pick up on pretty much every platform, right? Like, just...
2: Great, wholesome fun, so. A, uh, great topic. Jim, that was a great That's a great platformer as well. That they, they should bring that back. Great IP. You know man. what I
1: think, though, is I think bringing him back maybe in a digital or a Steam or an indie-style title, and yeah. this is why, if you look at the whole indie space, right, when I go through that on the Switch or I go through that on Xbox, I gravitate to so many games that do one of two things. Emulate the 16-bit, graphic style Mm -hmm. tick number one tick number two emulate the 16-bit platforming days right so any game that's like a side-scrolling platformer with 16-bit graphics or whatever i'm down like i just i have to try it i have to give it a go because there's so many devs and people that want to be devs that are making these indie titles that's a great place for them to start and Mm -hmm. they make some fantastic titles so yeah and they don't age like
0: Yeah, I love that I can go back to a look. I could even say like Super Mario World or Sonic. They look; they still look good today. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? They've they've aged beautifully. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. funny. It's just funny how like it's funny. Look, like for example, late nineties when the when the PS one came in, I, w- I wouldn't look at those games that way. I'm like, oh god, look how old they look. And now when I look back, it's like, nah, they've they've aged like a fine wine you know they don't exactly look old still. you know what I mean they don't look old now because a lot of people are doing what you, what you're saying Bruce you know they're, they're going back to yeah. that art style it's it doesn't I mean, look it's, old it's anymore released it's they yeah.
2: re-released Sonic the Sonic you know what I mean like yeah. so they've re-released it so you can play it on the Switch and you can yeah. live within it all it's glory that's, that's what mean? I'm saying like
0: you, you could say now like that it doesn't look old that's just another style of illustrating you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's all it is it's just a different way of drawing something it's got nothing exactly. to do with age, so yeah, yeah. I'm like you, Boosty. I love going for those 16-bit um, inspired indie games. There's, there's yeah, a lot I think out there. Yeah,
1: they're a great a great place to start mm. and great place. I like to sort of rest my rest my gaming days in in that 16-bit era. Mm. Um, and that's why I fell in love with Octopath Traveler when it came out too. That 16-bit art style, was just yeah. amazing. Like, and even though it was a turn-based RPG. I gave that a go and I actually really started to enjoy it. So it's one of those ones where I actually thought the balance was right. So another, another good game, but no, great topic guys. Um, I think we've answered that one pretty well. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's what we do here. Uh, next we we'll, we, we talk about our pickups? So I just want to say that before we talk about our pickups, uh, Matt, you want to um, let everyone know what we got up to over the weekend?
2: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, Paul and I attended the Adelaide toying comic fair at Sinclair recreational center on Monday. It was a South Australia. Uh, and it was fantastic. It was a, it was a great event, probably one of the best ones, to be honest. I think they had more people, more storeholders than ever before. Biggest one. Ever. Uh, so it was a, it was the biggest one ever. It was actually covered by channel seven. I didn't even realize that. Um, yeah. but sort of clip and I'm like, Oh, Holy shit. um, because I remember the guy they interviewed, which was Deadpool. I remember him coming over and asking me stupid questions. No, <laughs> so joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I I thought it was fantastic. It was a great event. Um, you know, Brett and Sarah, who who put that on, uh, do a phenomenal job uh, of it. Going, it just goes well. It just runs smoothly um and you just know what to expect with these events and it's something that i would continue to work with you know moving forward but yeah it was great we had a stall there um under the retro domination banner and I, it was just me selling a lot of my private stuff basically and you know uh, it's me sort of trying to downside i didn't really get downsized, rather I'm, I'm not trying to i don't want to sell any of my old retro stuff it's more you know the xbox 360 um And maybe some pop vinyls that I've probably overpurchased, and I've got some signed pop vinyls that I was getting rid of. Overall, it was a good day. What do you think, Paul? Mm. Well, I was going. To, I, I think I've been there once
1: before, when it was a very small convention at. It was actually at Christian Brothers College Gymnasium, is where I remember going years ago, and then oh. they moved to Saint Clair, and I remember it was like they two bucks
2: Mars. They went. They went to Mars, didn't they?
1: Or somewhere, in, who knows? Like it was, it was years in between, yeah, that I went. Mm. And then I went two years ago where I saw you there. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's Matt there. Uh, and, yeah, just was picked up a few games and that was it. And then, obviously, we talked about it before and I uh, couldn't get out to the last one and I ended up working alongside Matt and helping him out. So that was a lot of fun. A, it was great because we got to catch up um, in person, which was good, and just talking to everyone that came up to the stall, you know, going through Xbox games and just having general chats with people about, Oh, this game's awesome. Or what do you know about this game? And I said, you know, it gave my experience. So it was good. Um, You know, the pop stuff I had no idea like half of who these, you know, wrestlers were and people and I knew who the He Man guys were, clearly. Um but it's stuff like that. And I did a wander around and looked at a few of the stores, picked up a few games, and that's probably, you know, something we'll talk about in our pickups now. Um it was a good chance for us to get out there and and grab some stuff. So great place. Um I might actually go into what my pickups were actually. So at that expo I picked up about seven OG Xbox games, so you know, I, I love collecting for OG Xbox, You know, I think I've got around 550 titles um, of the 700-odd. Uh, but, you know, now it's starting to get a bit long in the tooth and expensive to start getting some of these titles. So, you know, most of the games on average I'm picking up in this bracket are around the $25 mark. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, that's not that bad, but for OG Xbox, from a guy that collected the majority of his collection at 3 to $4 a game, I view that as expensive, right? But... It's only getting worse. A lot of people were picking up a lot of 360 titles really cheap, so now is the time to collect for that, listeners. Um, But games I picked up were Silent Scope Complete, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, Bad Boys 2, Celebrity Deathmatch, Ghost Master, Mercenaries, and Sid Mears Pirates. So grab me some OG Xbox action, so I was really happy, and these were in nice, nice condition and all complete. Uh, shout out to a, a friend, John, who runs a stand too. Um, so I picked that up. And other pickups for me personally was actually today. Um, they've just announced another Xbox controller. Can you believe it, listeners? I felt like it was last episode that I just picked up the StormCloud Vapor controller. Oh, wait. no, that was a podcast before. The last podcast, I picked up the Astral Purple controller. And today I have pre-ordered, wait for it. The Gold Shadow controller. So there we go. A new gold controller for Xbox. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. As a controller guy. This warms my heart. So that has been my pickups. The
2: crowd's (laughs) roaring for you. Sorry, nuts. Now, the good thing with Boosty is if you uh, you end up going to his house and, and playing a game, at least he's got a controller for you to play with because... If you lose one, I'm sure he's got like a hundred more that he can give you to play with. I know you, you keep them sealed, Boosty. I know you keep them sealed.
1: I have a spare one. I actually opened one for my daughters right here. I can show you on the video. This is the spare one that just got opened. Uh, the lovely Velocity Green. So uh, she's playing cool. with that one. So she needed a controller and I'm like, there you uh, go. That's me done on the pickups. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad with what I got. I thought that was great timing at the expo, you know, I think the Expos are are different because you can walk around and see it, touch it, feel it, and make the purchase on the spot and haggle a little bit. Um, Whereas eBay, everyone's asking top dollar. Everyone's looking at the last sale price. Everyone's cognizant of what they got. Sometimes at the Expos on those days, you can get a great deal. um, And... You know, or well, minus the the poor chat that was trying to sell Conker for six hundred bucks. But anyway. Oh we really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two copies, two copies of Conker for
1: sixty four. One without a manual for four eighty, and one with a manual for like five ninety. Get
2: lost. I'm
1: yeah. like, yeah, you're reaching. you Are
2: reaching? And they didn't sell though, did they?
1: No. Nah. Yeah. Saw him there before they opened, and I saw him there when he closed. So. Yeah. Could I nice. think yeah, yeah. I was I was telling I was
0: telling Corey, I reckon it's um ps2 OG Xbox 360 and ps3 collectors now I think the n64 is sort of it's taking a back seat it's now the 20 year olds 18 20 year olds that are spending the money they're going to their their childhood console because my, yeah. my son I've, I've got so many 360 games but
1: I can't sell them because my son
0: wants them so he I takes
1: them did account with um Corley we were talking about on, on on Monday and I said I've got about 201. Actually, two hundred and one now. I had two hundred because that's why the other pickup, which I put somewhere else in my collection, was the Fable Three Limited Edition Collector's Edition that I grabbed from from Matt himself, uh, yeah. which was very honourable. Because later in the day, some other dude from EB was trying to buy it, and I said, "No, nah, I got it." So <laughs> that was that was mine. So I didn't even realise that they did an edition like that. So, and my point was, I've got two hundred and one of those. There's over 1,050 retail disc versions of 360. That That is huge.
0: Such a successful console.
1: 1,050. Wow. From what I could see, like Google's giving me so many different answers between digital content and non-digital, but I saw one that said over 1,050 retail releases on disc. Like that's massive. It is. That's massive. But people are collecting it. You're right, Dazza. Now it's the PS3 360 era. Mm Mm-hmm. Is is where people are looking, but that's me for pickups. Matt, since
2: you had the expo, why don't you tell us what you grabbed? Yeah, I grabbed the um, a, a modded Game Boy Color with a Game Boy Color light screen, IPS I'm screen. Showing. Yeah, it's an IPS yeah. screen. Yeah, IPS. Yeah, IPS screen. Um, really, really neat. Really, really nice. Uh, I, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Metroid Two. Funnily enough. Uh-huh um on this it's great because it makes the obviously it makes the game boy games in this beautiful color
1: i actually didn't have i didn't realize what he had got and i said oh it's just a game boy then he turned it on i saw the screen i'm like holy balls this thing looks really good like now it makes me want to go back and buy my game gear that i sold and get one that's modded with an ips screen in it they look amazing too
2: they look they look amazing yeah they do they do look amazing so I'm very happy with that uh and I also picked up a, a Lion-O figure because why not I, I I have nothing of thundercats I loved thundercats back in the day and I just wanted to get a lion so kill me but uh, I've got that I got that as well that's what I picked up from the market I didn't go nuts I mean you know the game boy color with the IPS screen cost yeah 200 bucks but still you know uh, it was a, it was a good day
1: from a profit oh. perspective, you spend about the same as me on, but I spend them on Xbox OG games, probably a tad more. You thought you'd spoil yeah. yourself, Matthew? Yeah, you yeah. know, but I
2: always spoil myself. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah, you know, the worst is like you, you know that twelve inches and, uh, and singles uh, place over in. Um, we, we you. I took Darren there, uh, out in the middle of nowhere, in like an industrial zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and remember, remember, I, we went out there, and it's like in a shed. Yeah, I remember big that. Shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got thirty percent off all records. Oh wow! Tomorrow and Friday and Saturday, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. I have to go. Thirty <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah actually, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's decent. That's a decent percentage. That's off. a big chunk. And he normally yeah. had pretty good stuff. So. Back over, there. And he, he normally de- deals in secondhand records though, as opposed to brand new. Well, well, you're gonna have but, to, um, you're gonna have to look for me too then. <laughs> I know I will. I know I will. But I mean, like, I, you know, I've got too. much. I can't even. I'm, I'm running out of space. I don't know what to do. I don't yeah. know what to do. I, I think I was telling Darren, I'm gonna have to take my box sets out, um, yeah. like my Devon Townsends and the Smashing Pumpkins, Zeppelin yeah, yeah. that I've got in box sets because they're bulky and put in back into vinyl. And I don't, where am I going to put the box? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'll put it. I'll have to get rid of more games to put it. No, just buy, just
1: buy some of those tubs with the green lids I showed you on the weekend and just put them in there and stack them up in your garage and just move some stuff that you're not, not so. Vinyl.
2: I listen to all my vinyl. for oh,
1: okay. No, well, move you, something no, else. something else that can go you in you a can't container. can't records,
2: man. You can't
0: store records no. like
2: that. No, in you the can't. Heat? Yeah, no, you can't, They warp. Yeah, no way. They warp. And not only that, you can't put them flat. Like you have yeah. to, They have to be vertical. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things with, with vinyl records that you're just going to be careful, and, and temperature has a lot to do with it. Like when you store mm. records, you need to store them vertically and you need to keep them out of heat and cold and moisture. So yeah. it's like you need room temperature rooms, you need proper houses to, yeah. to store these records in. Otherwise, they won't last makes sense little, yeah. little tidbit, little tidbit there of knowledge there yeah so that's look i think that's all for me i mean I, I bought as soon as i bought that game boy color i went on aliexpress and bought a uh flush cart for the for the gba so i'll probably wait a couple of months until that arrives and, four months mate four like, months uh, the good thing is it's all preloaded. shut up four months <laughs> it's all come it comes preloaded, with, like with yeah, thousands of gba games i'm yeah. wrapped. yeah everything's so, bring it on
1: Beautiful. Uh, Daz, how about you, mate? Me? Um, yeah, I've gone stupid
0: of records as usual, yeah. But but because it's, it's my birthday this week, so um, I sport myself. Uh, firstly, I found a guy on eBay, and he had a sale on of records as well. But, man, I have been after the Streets of Rage soundtrack on vinyl forever. So I picked that up mega cheap. But I did a deal with this guy. He had two others that I wanted, so... He gave me a nice little discount, so I got uh, Streets of Rage final soundtrack. I got—I didn't even notice this existed. It was a Castlevania: The Adventure of Rebirth video game soundtrack. That's the one that came out on the Wii. There was oh, ah, nice. It was—it's—it's the—it's the original. I think, as far as I know, it's the original Castlevania, but redone. So um oh, okay. yeah, I, can play, I play I play that on emulator now. So yeah it's, yeah, it, and it got a Wii release, digital Wii release. Konami, please just release it properly because it's really really good. Um, but oh, the the icing on the cake. I was so happy. I didn't even know this existed. There's a Shinobi arcade original soundtrack on vinyl. It's a splatter red splatter edition. There's only a hundred made, and this is eighty nine out of the hundred. And, oh, wow, uh, and you got one. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know it existed. When I saw this, I go, oh my God,
2: one, grabbed it. What What brand is it? Is it, is it Data Disks uh, or no, Mondo? It's not, or? No,
0: it's not. I'd, oh. I'd have to look at the back, but yeah, I can't now. But um, look at the back, maybe the. Of course, it's not coming yeah. up. Oh, here we go. No, it doesn't say he makes it.
2: Oh well, no, that's yeah. great. I mean, like you got them now.
0: Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, yeah, I got. They came yesterday. Oh no, nice. they came yesterday. It's ah, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah, I can't, okay. It's I I can't make out who's who's done it, but there is like a little emblem there, like a logo. But yes, yeah, so I got those three, and I was happy today. Um, I bought myself another little um handheld, so. It's the RGB oh sorry, RGB, what am I talking about? It's the it's the Pal Kitty RGB thirty, I think it is, the 30 model. Um, it's got a perfectly square screen. It's a 720p screen. So um, this is perfect for Game Boy. Games that were perfectly square. So yeah. this this thing is pretty much made for a Pico eight as well. So I don't know if you guys know what PICO eight is. Um it's a fantasy yep. console that people make games for. It's it's so good for this thing, um, and it's because the screen's so square and perfect. It's like it, you get more real estate when you play vertical schmups as well.
2: Vertical shmups, yeah. And yeah. it's because when four x three. It. No, it's, not it's four x three. It's, it's four x four. Yeah, it's square. Yeah. Yeah, it's ah, square. I see. Yeah, it actually yeah. looks rectangle to be honest. No, it looks a little bit rectangle, so it's perfect for the vertical shmups.
0: Yeah, it's 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 square, but yeah, the actual thing is rectangle, But see, see, how it's square.
2: It's, yeah, it's it's it's
0: massive, and this it's an IPS screen. It's gorgeous. Um, look for one hundred and forty bucks, I got it on sale. Like they they do like introduction in, introductory price, so I got it one forty shipped, and it came That's fully real- came fully loaded of everything on it too. So. I got rid oh, wow. of I got rid of like Dreamcast because they just don't run that well on it. It's not a very powerful chip, so you are not going to play anything more than a PS One. It's got N sixty four, but it, it give or take, it's not the greatest. I uh, am not going to play it anyway. But um, anything PS One down, no problem, plays everything. But I didn't get it for that. I got that. I got it more for um, the handhelds because Game Gear is
1: perfect on it. Um, if anything, Boosty, that's probably a better option. Yeah, well, if it's that price, and like you said, that was the first thing I was thinking is what's its capacity, right? So for that genre, it probably makes sense to do that and just emulate all the stuff, right? Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. You don't own
2: any emulation, do you, Boosty? You should do it, man. Like you got to do it. I feel dirty. I feel dirty.
1: Yeah, well, you got to get get you 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 to play games that you probably. You know what? I lied. I lied. Daza got me. And what didn't get me? He showed me the eBay link, and I bought it—a EverDrive cart for my Super Nintendo years ago. And that's not emulation, um, though. Yeah. Uh Well, it's got an SD slot. So you got to download the roms, put them on an SD card, and then put them in the cartridge, and then you play the cartridge,
2: right? Yeah. Is it UFO? But yeah, U- still, UFO.
0: Yeah, but it's still not emulation. That's not emulation. That's not emulation. No, because you're
2: playing off. You're playing you're off. Playing off um, real hardware. hardware. Yeah.
1: Oh, then I don't feel dirty using no, it. No, there Thanks, you go. You're clean. There you go. You shouldn't. Oh, okay. shouldn't.
2: Okay, there yeah. you go. That's yeah. why I'm, I'm, I've got a Game Boy. I'm going to get – I've got the Game Boy Flash card. I'm playing off original hardware. Yeah. So the, it's not emulation. Mm. Because a data file is a
1: data file, whether it's going on a card or going on a – oh, so, so you guys class emulation as using a program on a PC device to play the game versus well, playing on the original pl-
2: hardware. Playing games on a console that it wasn't built for. Is emulation? For? is emulation
1: okay? All right, or well, if, that makes or if, sense if now. it's getting
0: playing, if it's if you're playing it via software, that's yes. that's that's emulation.
2: Yeah, yeah. where well, you're not playing it via software, you're yeah. you're it's playing through the cart. Right. So okay. It's, well, it's well, that's writing. Good... It's, it's it's the game. I don't huh. know the technical way of how it works, but I would imagine that the game is picked up through the cart. And, into, and then you're able to play it on the console. What oh, it, what it does, what it does, sorry.
0: what it does, the cartridge loads the the ROM into RAM and then oh, there you go. the console thinks it's playing the cart.
1: So, it's, But it's all that's loaded legit. in there.
0: It's all loaded in there prior.
1: So, yeah, oh, that's, okay. that's how it works. No, well then generally then I don't emulate then, no. You're correct. <laughs> yeah, okay, I thought I did then for a moment. There you go. You feel good now?
2: I feel better, yeah. You feel better?
1: Yeah, the dirt's washing off.
2: <laughs> but we all, we all used to copy our Omega games back in the day, mate. So, we did, I mean... we
1: did. So I was a filthy pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, right? I guess well, emulation is a whole another topic and you know, all that. We can talk about one episode. I guess when you're in high school and back then in the day, that's all we knew, right? We didn't know that it hurt developers. We didn't know, you know, we couldn't afford to buy the games, you know, like it was different, right? Like. Didn't appreciate owning something
2: in the collection. It was harder back then because, oh, I mean, for the Amiga, for computers especially, that there wasn't – it was never brought out here. There was games that were just never brought here to be yeah. sold. So yeah. we didn't have a selection to buy from. Yeah, so The exactly. only way we could play the game is if we copied it. And the reason why we had a couple of hundred games on the Amiga was because we copied discs. But we could never... I mean, I had a couple of originals, but you you can go to the store and look at originals. They never had a selection, a great selection of original Omega games. Mm. Probably be the same with the Commodore 64, Darren, I would assume. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. I mean, yeah, exactly the same. So it's like, well... They just weren't distributed here. Yeah, they weren't distributed. Oh, here, so look, oh, the here. early
0: the eighties. There's a lot of C64. when it got to uh, like late eighties, early nineties, it slowed down. That's why I used to have to. If I didn't pirate them, I'd have to get them at the gamesman via mail order. I mean, that's insane. Kmart, Kmart
1: used to have, but it, it what they weren't.
0: Yeah, yeah, C64.
1: Yeah, Radio yeah. Rentals, where I bought a few Amiga games from back in the day. I bought Super Monaco Grand Prix, and it sucked. On the Amiga, I wanted the Mega Drive version that my cousin had, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to play it too." It did not work out well. Um, no, end up I, I, returning I watched, that,
2: I remember Maya Maya selling uh, a lot of Amiga games, um, and then dedicated computer stores. They Remember mm. those? Yeah, I remember those shops, um, especially along uh, in Melbourne, especially uh, near Lonsdale Street, where the Lonsdale Street JB Hi-Fi was on. Um, was it Swanson or Elizabeth? Sorry, on Elizabeth Street. There next door to that. There was a awesome computer store, and that had Amiga games there. I oh, I know which one. Them, but... Yeah, you do. Uh, and, Pulsar. No and so longer. Pulsar? Yeah, could have been Pulsar Computers. Yeah, could have been. Um, and they used to sell all different like uh, computers, but it had Amiga games as well. I remember just going on oh, only. You know, I could, I could buy this or I can buy that. But we never did. We just copied the games. And, yeah. But that used to bring me a whole box of 10 verbatim discs. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. The good old yeah. days. <laughs> we used to just swap I just remember the
1: 10 packs, yep. Always yeah. Always used ten. to
2: get those discs, yeah. And um, Never run out of them. Never run out of them. Double uh, density
1: memories. Memories. discs.
0: Yeah, double density, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. HDD? HDD? No. Yeah, because there was low density and high density. So like... It's
0: double density and high density. You couldn't double use density, high density yeah. on,
1: on Amiga. That's right. Oh, right. Okay.
0: There's a way. Uh, you, had, you had to cut the disc a certain notch. There's
2: a notch or something that you could do, but they weren't very uh, yeah, compatible. I never delved in that. I just remember having X copy and on, on my way, mate. With X copy, uh-huh. looking at all those little circles, and and if there was one red uh, X, I'd be like, <laughs> to make that sound. Oh Never yeah! But sound. sometimes the game still worked, even with one or two red X's. It still okay. worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a like a couple of errors in the game. Just like a
1: bad right? bad sector somewhere. Bad yeah, yeah. sector. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Right. Oh, there you go. Awesome stuff. Uh, Is that all our pickups? I think we're done. Um, Awesome. All right. Well, that's going to um, wrap us up for episode six of the Are Game podcast. Uh, any plugs, guys, other than the show notes? No. no just thanks. Week?
0: Thanks everyone for joining. And listening yeah. In on thanks us. for listening. Thanks yeah.
2: for sticking with us in, in, into six episodes. And that's thanks uh, to Sparky as well. We're, we'll remember you in uh, in this episode. Yeah. We'll get, well. Next one. Get, get well. Get well, my friend. Get well,
0: mate. Get well.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, thanks very much, everybody. We'll be back again in another two weeks. But until then, have a great set of uh, days and hopefully get to game and grab some pickups. Always feels good to pick something up for the collection. But until next episode, see you later. Bye. Have a See you.